0: and welcome to the kirby girl club podcast where we talk about life love pop culture and anything else we feel like talking about i'm natalia and i am a chapstick addict if you need chapstick recommendations let me know because i've tried all of them hey it's b i wear my glasses
1: too big and my shirt's too small I love that.
0: (laughs) And it's scarily accurate, as they say. It is. It It really is. Okay, B, today we're doing our first podcast episode, which we feel like is going to be our normal podcast. We're Mm -hmm. still going to do a lot of like special series and special features, watching movies, um, recapping things in our life. Lots of different things, but this is going to be our, like, go-to standard format. And so we have a couple of uh, categories that we're really excited to share with you all. And uh, let us know what you think, Um, especially if it's positive or um, just, like, general praise. (laughs) Definitely let us know.
1: Continue sending those to all of our nine listeners. We are not super interested in criticism, but if you want any suggestions, we love suggestions. And telling us how beautiful and cool we are, also interesting.
0: Exactly. Okay, so we're going to start with our first segment, which is Catch Me Up. And now it's time for Catch Me Up. So anyway,
1: our first session is Catch Me Up, which I'm pretty excited about. Do you want to begin and tell me... What do you
0: want to catch me up on this week, Natalia? Okay. My big thing that happened this week is that I went viral (laughs) on TikTok. Yes, Um, girl. And when I say viral, I mean, you know, like semi-viral. I don't really know anyone. I had like maybe seven followers before this happened. And now I have, I think, like 500. Um, And I have my... TikToks have been viewed now like 7,000 times and 6,000 times. So that's viral for me, especially because I'm a very – I'm a pretty private person, B. And I just randomly decided to let my um, TikTok be public. And it's been interesting. And so what I want to do for this segment is read some of my favorite comments um, from the past couple days.
1: Thank God. Because I have – loved men are so thirsty for you which i get because you're very hot like in a different world in which i was interested in women would smash in a heartbeat you know what i mean but like they are obsessed with you and these comments have been out of pocket just out of
0: i i want to be really clear with everyone that the tiktoks that have decided to go viral have been the ones that i'm like in my sweats and glasses and my hair is up in Mm -hmm. and they're not even funny So, I'm very confused. Well, that's because
1: men don't know what funny is. Yeah. So, like, I don't know who you're
0: blaming here. Okay. So, I have a couple. I'm going to rate them on a scale of one to five curves and also just discuss them. So, the first one is one that says – so, the TikTok that went viral, well, two of them, they're basically just complaining about, like, me trying to get attention from men (laughs) or, like, hit on men and it not working. So, that puts some context for this first comment that says, you should talk. I've been making a move on you and you haven't paid me no damn mind. I don't know this person. Mm-mm. So I'm going to rate this a 12 out of 10. I have absolutely no idea who they are. I looked at their profile. They're in a completely different state. I don't know who this person is. And they also haven't like reached out to me on any other platform. But here's the thing, Taya.
1: <laughs> what if? Hear me out. <laughs>
0: What if they? I don't think want to. They have. <laughs> I, don't think, I, I don't really know what's going on with that comment, and I. Um, but I appreciate it. My um, second favorite comment is one that says, "Is Concepcion really your last name? Because it's mine too." And it is mine, and I said, "Yeah, it looks like we're family." <laughs> and they said, "Love meeting you like this," and so. That's been one of the positive things of going viral is meeting this person. I went on their profile. It's a nine-year-old boy. <laughs> so, so, I don't know where they live. <laughs> That's another favorite of mine. Um, okay, I have, I think, like, two more. The next one <laughs> says, um, so I have a TikTok about, you know, men rejecting me, which is a part of my life.
1: Girl, and-
0: when it- no, <laughs> so- stop that. But okay. someone said i doubt anyone's rejecting your fine self and i commented back it happened last week (laughs) because it did um by one of my followers and (laughs) yesterday actually actually. yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) you guys like it's happening i'm not joking um (laughs) another comment says no that's not how it works if you're a 10 shoot your shot at a seven or an eight they won't reject you don't ever go for a 10
1: i love and that i this respond- person called you a 10
0: inadvertently <laughs> i know well i responded and i said i go for six as max <laughs> and what i actually appreciate about this comment thread is that they said you can't come at them like leslie jones because it won't work I, I was confused about what they meant They went through the trouble of sending me a YouTube link to explain it. Did that help? (laughs) And so I watched. Yes, it did. And I watched and I commented and we had a conversation about it. And then after all of this is when they followed me. (gasps) They really wanted to make
1: sure you understood.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I appreciated that. Um, The last comment, that's my favorite. It says, baby, you don't have to worry at all. Come to the South. About 120 miles north of Atlanta, you would be treated like a goddess, 300? a sexy, gorgeous goddess. So, because I had time, I looked <sighs> to see what was 120 miles north of Atlanta. And it's a small town called Delano, Tennessee. Mm. So, I'm not really sure why they didn't just say Tennessee. Yeah, I love that. Or, um, like, south of Nashville. Have, it, I'm confused. It has a population of 1,700 people. And it's an unincorporated community in Polk County, Tennessee. So that's where my next vacation will be, too. Mm. Um, and, yeah, just learning some fun things this week. You know, so what I that's
1: my life. Do you know what I hate most about that last comment?
0: That he called you
1: babe. <laughs> that is my least, like, I am allowed to say babe. I hate it when men who don't know me call me babe. It drives me nuts. Or baby. Hey, baby. Ma'am. Sir. Whatever you are, please.
0: Do not... I got called um, lady. Yeah. <laughs> someone said, lady, you don't know what it's like. And then someone else said, sweetheart. And so I, I had to respond to those comments. <laughs> those ones are way worse to me than babe or baby. <laughs> oh, I mean, yes. I think sweetheart is the worst. Did
1: I ever tell you about the time that I confronted someone who called me baby? Did I tell you about sure. this on the street? <laughs> no. Okay. No, you never confront people. I know this is very out of out of character for me, but I was I used to work at a really cute restaurant in downtown Cincinnati, like over the Rhine area, and I would it was a park like two and a half blocks away. And one day I was walking, and this man cat called me, and I used to get cat called a lot in Cincinnati. In Chicago, it never happens. And like on one hand, I'm kind of insulted, and on the other hand, I'm thankful, and it's a very confusing feeling. But. <laughs> And Cincinnati you used to get cackled all the time. So I was walking, and this man was like, Hey baby, how are you doing? And I turned around and I was like, Sir, I do not know you. I am not your baby. And this man looked at me and said, I am so sorry. <laughs> it, it was, it was the most turned on I've ever been by myself. Like I was so <laughs> empowered in that moment. And I was like, Yeah, hair flip. <laughs> like, let's keep it moving. He <laughs> apologized to me. This random man on the I street. love
0: that. Yeah. I love that.
1: So anyway, we don't like men who call us baby. Okay, B,
0: catch me up on your week.
1: So last week I was reckless and visited Chicago because I need to re-sign a lease there because I have to move there because school's opening, etc. But the real reason I visited Chicago is because I had a tattoo appointment. Um, right. Yay. Making myself feel cool. So I, I had this statue appointment and I have had an appointment with this guy before. Like he did my, um, what is it called? A balloon, a hot air balloon. And he also did my lamppost and you've seen them. Like they look really nice. Like he's mm-hmm. a, yeah. very good at what he does. He does beautiful line work. His name is Justin. He's at Ash and Ivory in Chicago. So if you need someone who does fine line work, that's where to go. But he and I together are a disaster. So for <laughs> <laughs> context, When I first scheduled him, it was for January of last year, January of 2020, when like before things shut down. And so then things obviously, like he, something happened with him. Like I think he got sick. So we had to move it to um, beginning of March and then COVID happens. We had to move it to April and then I had to move back to Chicago or sorry, to Cincinnati from Chicago. So then we moved it to like July. And so we, we are a disaster between the two of us. (laughs) And so I show up on Saturday and, um, he was like, Hey, here's the design. Um, and I was getting two tattoos. I was getting a finger tattoo and then a new one on my forearm. And I look at him and I was like, uh, we need to change a lot of this. And so we sit there and we're trying to change it and we can't, like, it just is not working. And finally he looks at me and he's like, Brittany, we don't have to do this today. It's so clear you hate it. <laughs> and I was like, "Thank you <laughs> so much, Justin. I love you." Um, and the thing about him is like we just like laugh a lot. Like the whole time we were just giggling, like nobody's business. And so we go back and we're going to do my finger tattoo and instead of doing the tattoo, we just start talking. Like we are just like chit chatting away and we're talking about tarot. And he's like, I would love you to read my tarot. And I was like, I would love to read your tarot. And so I promised to bring him next time. And next thing I know, I've been there like an hour and 45 minutes. I've gotten no tattoos at this point. None. (laughs) Like the tattoo total is zero. I came for three, have gotten none. Um, And at this point, he's like, honestly, I just I made you the last appointment because I knew this was going to be a disaster. And I knew that you and I would just end up talking. And I was like, that is so flattering. <laughs> this is where I think he might've changed his mind because he did these cute little finger tattoos on me, but I kept feeling panicked that they would weren't in the right spot. And you know me, when my anxiety comes out, it is a, it's a monster. Like she is not. A- it's very it present. It is yeah. aware. You know what I mean? And so. Mm-hmm. I kept having him move it until there were like 16 purple lines on my hand before he was moving it. And eventually he gathered the entire shop to come <laughs> look at my
0: hand oh my God. and
1: tell me that it was straight and perfect. So finally, I have been there for almost two hours is when he starts tattooing my first tattoo, which is less like a half an inch. It takes him 10 minutes total to tattoo the entire thing. And at the end, he looks at me and I was like, I mean, how much do I owe you? And he was like, I don't even nothing. Don't pay me for this. <laughs> Give me it for free. <laughs> and so I just now have this beautiful free hand tattoo, and I tipped him, and then we like scheduled my next appointment. But I was like, I love you, like I love this man. Um, and now I have a cute little uh, earth and water signs on my hand,
0: faux so free. I love that, especially because it's in such sharp contrast to the person who has done a lot of your other tattoos, including your octopus tattoo. Um, Yeah. No, he's he's less of a nice man. (laughs) (laughs) For context, like, Brittany, I got my first, like, major tattoo, I guess, like, six months ago, Mm -hmm. probably. Um, And Brittany told me to, like, bring a book, like, bring something to distract myself. Like, tattoo artists are, like, reclusive, and they're not going to want to talk to you. Yeah. I ended up chatting to my, with my tattoo artist the entire time. I couldn't, I was actually excited. I waited until I had a really distracting, really good part in my book. Like until I would reached like a really good part because I wanted to have my mind totally distracted from the pain. And I didn't, I didn't end up doing, using any of that. We just talked the whole time about like random stuff. And so I was really thrown off by that, but I'm really glad that you, have found a tattoo artist that's, like, actually nice. <laughs> yeah, the
1: first one, and his work is beautiful. So um I have yeah. a pretty big tattoo on my left thigh that's an octopus that stretches almost the whole thigh. And then he also did an arm tattoo on me on my right arm. And he's very sweet, I'm sure, but, like, also <laughs> does not enjoy talking and has exclusively, or, sorry, explicitly told me to, like, bring headphones and a book and is not interested in discussing, whereas Justin from Action Ivory I mean, we didn't even tattoo with each other. We literally just hung out for like two <laughs> hours. He did a 10-minute tattoo. I handed him a tip, and then I left. Like, very different that. vibes. And he very. was like, bring your tarot. You can use that next time as a tip. And I was like, he is so – I would I would fall in love with you if you weren't in a relationship, you know? And I might be in love with you now. It's unclear. Yeah. <laughs> So there's mine. There's my catch me up. And now um, my tattoos are healing and every day I feel panicked because they look bad. So it's cool.
0: No big deal. They look great. And honestly, it's made me want some finger tattoos as well. So I'm excited for them to be totally healed. Thank you.
1: This is a side note, Natalia. I am a trendsetter and people look at me. We've talked about this yesterday. I look like I'm a doughy little girl, but I've been out here doing things. Stop saying
0: doughy. <laughs> Stop saying doughy. Killsbury Doughboy, is that about? It? No. Okay. Stop.
1: Anyway, I look like a lame, and I'm not. No. Like, I am very cool, and I, it, it seems less cool because I have to say it.
0: But I got the octopus. <laughs> yeah. I said to be like, okay, yeah. Do you do you have that off your chest? Yes. <laughs> let me say this. I had this octopus sent you
1: three years ago, and you sent me this Medium article a year ago that was like octopus tattoos are in and I'm like I've been had an octopus tattoo
0: I've been I did not send that to you that would be hella rude I did not send that to you okay all right that was a weird noise I might have to cut that out um all right so moving on to our next segment which is curvy girl story time
1: And now it's time for Curvy Girl Story Time.
0: So during this segment, we'll be sharing a little bit more about me and B and our friendship. Um, today we have a really important story time, and it's how we started the Curvy Girl Club. Oh. And B, do you want to do you want to set up the scene? Set the scene.
1: Yeah. So. When Natalia and I first became friends, it was on the floor of a study hall outside of a photography room. And we would just go and pretend like we were trying to study together. But actually, we were outside of the room talking about boys. And for context, I'm a thick girl, you know, got a lot of curves on me. People at our school in high school who were a very Christian pious high school weren't necessarily in love with my body type or with Natalia's body type. And so we bonded over this lack of romantic interest, I would say.
0: I agree. And we ended up making t-shirts with this, like, not cute t-shirts, you guys. Like, we got that neon gel paint from Michaels. And then we also did that thing where you, like, cut up the side of a shirt Mm -hmm. and then you tie it. Well, yeah, because it has, like, ties on the side. For
1: context, we were, like, we are curvy. (laughs) <laughs> and at the time, it was not trendy to be curvy, right? Like, girls right. now get to, like, be in high school and be chubby and have it be cute. When we were in high school, chubby was not
0: cute. Chubby was, like, low-rise was in. You couldn't find pants that fit you mm-hmm. that weren't from, like, Dress Barn. Um, it, it was a hard state of being.
1: Honestly, and the only we, the only t shirts we had to wear polos polos to school and the only ones that fit me were from the men's section so I, I was not out here looking like a snack let me tell you that no and so we created the curvy girl club to embolden us to be great
0: and so this was really the thing that started Brittany and I's like long standing relation or <laughs> relationship friendship love of my life and yeah like how- yeah yeah and we had T-shirt, we had swag, we had, like, a code of honor and everything, and not to get too deep, but honestly, Curvy Girl Club, it, it's really about embracing what's different about you and learning to make that, like, something you love about yourself, and so I love that we decided to make this the name of the Curvy Girl Club, or the name of the podcast, because it's something that has bonded you and I, Brittany, for, like, ever, But I also feel like it's applicable to so many people and I think we've talked a lot about in the future doing a podcast, just diving deeper into the effects of that because I don't want to downplay that either. You know, um, it was difficult just like everything related to your self-image, to how you see your body, to your self-worth, everything. Um, A lot of that was tied because we were women at a predominantly... Conservative white high school, a lot of that. Um, it, it was like a complicated relationship that we had with our bodies for a really long time, and so this was supposed to be like a safe place for both of us, something that bonded us, and just learning to embrace that.
1: Yeah, which I appreciate because um, now here we are, and I think we both think of ourselves as bad bitches like eighty five percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the 15 are questionable, <laughs> but like no big deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anything else for our Curvy Girl story time, B? No.
1: I, I I think that sums it up. I mean, honestly, no, that sums it up.
0: I have I have two small things. Um, this was right before, I think right before we officially became the Curvy Girl Club. But the first time that you and I hung out outside of school, you came to my house and we made pasta. Mm-hmm. Which is a
1: very curvy girl thing to do.
0: It is. And we accidentally made way too much. Like way too much, guys. You know how hard it is to figure out like how much of the pasta box you should be making? We totally messed that up. And then we watched TV upside down mm-hmm. together. And do you remember what show we watched? B probably say yes, the drop drag- No, we watched um wife swap, which I had never seen before. And you had been telling me how great of a show it was, was. and and I think all these years later, the fact that you introduced me to a show that's name is Wife Swap, um, very It's so fitting, yeah, it's so fitting.
1: (laughs) Natalia and I used to um, take like MacBook photos, like it was very fun and sexy I would say with like a lot of edits to them and I exclusively at the time just so you have like a pretty good mental image of me in high school exclusively wore things that 40 year old women would wear that is <laughs> that is the only thing if, if a teenager would wear it do not picture me in it if you can see your like mom or grandmother on wearing it that is what I was putting on so how many Bermuda
0: shorts did you own how many pairs of Bermuda?
1: Um, Yeah, I exclusively owned Bermuda. (laughs) I I very vividly remember my first pair of like short shorts out of high school or out of college. And I was like, oh, this is what I can look like? (laughs) Right. I looked like a 40-year-old woman for all of my teens (laughs) and honestly a concerning part of my early 20s. And then (laughs) I was like, oh, I am very hot. And I had Mm -hmm. no idea. (laughs) Surprise to all of us, honestly.
0: <laughs> no, I wasn't surprised. Oh. <laughs> okay. Next, what are we hating, and what are we loving? Okay. Uh- <laughs> so,
1: all right. <laughs> no, let me introduce. Back up, bitch. Here we go. <laughs> hmm. So the next part of our regularly scheduled programming, as some may say, like us, we may say that, is what are we hating and what are we loving? So, Natalia, this week, what are you hating?
0: Okay. I have had long-standing beef with one of my plants. It is a yucca elephantips, I guess is how you say it. That name um, sounds like it's a magical spell. <laughs> it does. I'm not confident that's a real plant name. <laughs> I'm so mad at this plant. And I've been mad at this plant for a while. All my other plants love me. We have a great relationship. But this one, she's so fickle and so picky and just so moody. Um, mm. It's so hard to tell what she wants in life. And when I first got this plant, my friend, who is a major like just plant dad, um, told me... That it was best to use filtered water for this plant because if I used regular tap water, the ends would brown. So that should have been my first sign that we weren't going to get along. That is some like
1: upper middle class white person shit. That's like when my parents got my cat's anxiety medication. That is
0: nonsense. Before you. (laughs) Okay. Before (laughs) me. Okay. Well, that should have been my first time. But honestly, that made me like the plant a little bit. I was like, okay, we're two bougie bitches here in the apartment. Um, But over time, this plant has shown itself to just have a bad attitude. And this week, the reason it's the thing that I'm hating is because I clipped like all of the brown leaves off because I was sick of seeing them. And there's hardly anything left. So now I'm looking at just like A really depressing looking plant and I'm just I'm angry I'm mad and it's what I'm hating this week I hate this plant
1: could you describe what the plant looks like like the leaves shapes
0: (laughs) so it has like two it's more like a, a small tree or like it's a larger plant like it's it's probably like five and a half feet tall um And it has this trunk that's like brown and then it has like these spiky leaves and some of them are spiky, but a lot of them are spiking down and just kind of like depressed looking. And I want to throw something at it because I have given it so much love and so much attention and this is how you repay me.
1: (laughs) That is some bullshit.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. And what's worse is next to it is one of my palms and it's so happy it's it's just vibrant. It has leaves going in every direction and it's just it's so tall and happy and low maintenance and we get along so well and I appreciate it so much. And then this one next to it just looks sad and I'm mad at it. Which of the
1: plants most resonates with who you are? Which which of those plants are you?
0: I don't I don't want to answer that because I think not you know which be. one. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyway, what are you hating? (laughs) Um, Let
1: me tell you what I'm hating, (laughs) (laughs) Natalia. Olive Garden's Zupa Toscana Soup. Okay, (laughs) hear me out here. Remember when you were young? Picture it. You're but a child, and your parents take you out, and you choose Olive Garden. You know what I mean? And they have those like unlimited soup and salads, and you're just amazed that they have the ability to give you so much soup and salad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And at the time, I was but a youth, and I tried their Zupa Toscana, which is filled with sausage, and it was spicy, as they say. And so this week, I met with up with some friends at Olive Garden, which wasn't the most safe <laughs> COVID choice. No. Was that the location I would have chosen to eat also no. <laughs> but I love them and I showed the fuck up and I got myself some Zupa Toscana soup <laughs> and it tasted like water like there were there were no seasonings like it was so clear a white person made this recipe it they hadn't heard of anything I was so mad because you know what I did like a fool I got soup and salad as my meal because I remember liking what? the soup so much that I was like, I know I'm gonna eat you know four to five bowls of this, so I don't want to have pasta <laughs> to like fill me up and get me distracted. You thought you were gonna have four to bowls
0: eating. of soup?
1: Yeah, I thought I was going to, <laughs> and I didn't. I had one and a half. <laughs> what? And was why did horrible. you get
0: why did you get a second bowl if you hated it? <laughs>
1: Well, because my friend got a bowl too, and she said hers was better, so then I like got a second bowl, and it wasn't better. <laughs> um, how was the salad? Not good either. It wasn't any seasoning. Like, have you never heard of pepper before? Like, salt exists, bitch. Like, what is happening over here? I was so angry. I was so mad. And then, do you know the worst part about it? Can I tell you the worst part about Olive Garden? I had such high hopes. Their Alfredo still hits, though. I won't say that. So you did get pasta? No. I tried one (laughs) bite of my friend Adam's, and it was delightful, and I hated myself for the choices that I've made. And I got dessert, and the dessert was trash, too. What did you get? I
0: got tiramisu.
1: No, they don't even have tiramisu anymore. What? Girl, they got rid of it. What? Okay,
0: what'd you get?
1: It was a chocolate lasagna cheesecake.
0: Ew, wait, wait, <laughs> it had like layers of chocolate that's, mousse. That's way too many words to be combining. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Well, you know what? what want to know a Lasagna cheesecake. What does that yeah. even mean? A layered cheesecake?
1: yeah it 's a layered cheesecake, but they had to call his honey because it 's all good, and First of all, I want to make it clear the waiter was in love with us, like he kept making prolonged eye contact with me, and he looked a lot like a gentleman that I used to have relations with, as they say, um, and so then I felt very uncomfortable because I was like transported back to a time i didn 't like. And he, he was like, this is my favorite dessert. And I was like, please don't tell me anything about you. And the dessert was terrible. And I was like, you
0: have such bad taste, just like I do. And it was just a disaster. I hated the whole <laughs> thing. So his favorite dessert is chocolate lasagna cheesecake. Yes. Okay. All right. That's a really fair, what are we hating? <laughs> 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 I was so disappointed in the whole endeavor. I hated all of it. <laughs> I I get legitimately mad over bad meals, um, especially when they're, like, at a restaurant because I take that seriously. And, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just – it's disappointing on so many levels because then you start thinking about where you could have gone and what you exactly. could have eaten, and it just makes you mad, so – that that is sad, and I literally would have rather had noodles in
1: company than this soup,
0: like that is the level that we were at. It's just sad to think about like that that was a five star dining experience in my mind when I was younger <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, look how far we've come I what know was, thank God sixteen year old Natalia would
0: be like, You don't like Olive garden, maybe <laughs> no, I would have never gotten a soup and salad though. <laughs> But yeah, that But was you know me. what still hits is Red Robin. Red Robin is still good. Um. Okay. What are we loving, B? Do you want to start? I would love to. So what I am loving this
1: week is something that Natalia told me that I would love a long time ago. And so this is your credit. So don't bring it up again. It's called <laughs> Animal Crossing. And I'm sure many <laughs> of you have heard of such an event. It's incredible. My... I have such severe anxiety. It is very hard for me to chill. I know that's shocking based on what you know about me. But Animal Crossing just like brings me down. It is as if I'm smoking weed without smoking weed. Like it is just calming and I love the shores and I just swim. I swim for fun on the game. I'm not even doing anything. I'm just like hitting the A button, and hoping <laughs> best. it is the best thing to have ever happened to me. And I cannot believe I waited till now to join this game.
0: I can't. I can't believe it, Brittany. How do you know what smoking weed feels like? I googled it. <laughs> <laughs> just for the pod.
1: <laughs> Googling. I thought I was doing research. Hmm.
0: <laughs> um, I'm, I'm glad you're liking that and I think it's really weird that you swim for fun but that's okay
1: <laughs> um, I don't even go looking for anything I'm just out in the ocean swimming around and I like I'm <laughs> there my avatar is so cute I'm in love with her okay <laughs> what are you loving, Natalia?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay um, what I'm loving this week is a show called Bling Empire that's on Netflix oh my god, that's and- so you Oh my god, this show is my shit. It's giving me everything I want. Everything and more. And honestly, I'm surprised at the stuff they're getting on camera. Like, these people are revealing serious stuff. Like, we've seen someone's like emotionally abusive relationship. We've seen like fertility issues. Just like a lot of major things, but it's still it it's still pretty lighthearted and if you know me, you know that my my absolute passion and just joy in life is rich people being messy, mm-hmm. um, and that's what this show is giving me. And so I love it. It's making me so happy. And I, guys, I like it so much that I'm I'm spreading it out. I didn't binge watch it. I I watch it at special times when I need it. Oh wow. and I'm not. That's I'm not true. even. I'm not done with it. I'm not done with it. That's how much I've been like parsing it out because i know i need this right now and so (laughs) i have not finished it but i'm loving it right now
1: i have not watched it because it doesn't seem like something i would like but you make it tantalizing
0: it's so good b i i i would love to watch it with you would love to watch it with you
1: you know what listen out here podcast family all nine of you My favorite thing about Natalia Concepcion is she always loves to rewatch shows with me. And it is so kind. Oh, I love it. It's my favorite thing. I love it.
0: Every week I rewatch The Bachelor. With
1: with me. Yeah. Because I tutor a kid on Mondays
0: like an idiot. So because I have that, (laughs) I have to, you know. Brittany was so excited to tell me that she had scheduled it for Monday so that we could watch Batch together on Tuesday. Bachelor is on Mondays. But I used to not have access to cable.
1: (laughs) Um, so I would only be able to watch a Tuesday. So I was excited to tell her that. And you know what? Like most things in my life, it didn't work out. It's no big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's it.
0: Okay. Well, I really liked, um, I liked our segments, B. How do you think they went?
1: I love talking. So (laughs) anytime I get the opportunity to tell stories, I feel great. And, I would rate this podcast a 10 out of 10. Would listen to again, you know?
0: <laughs> would record again. Would record I had again. A lot of
1: fun. We'll definitely be FaceTiming you as soon as this is done. So like it's just it is what it is.
0: It is. I had a lot of fun. Um, and if you guys again have any suggestions on segments you want to hear from us or any other ideas, let us know. I also want to say just a little teaser, Brittany and I also recorded our Valentine's Day podcast today too and I'm so excited to share it with you guys. I think it's going to be really good. Um and thanks for joining us today. I love you all.
1: <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> this is Are you ready to start? Bitch, been ready. Yeah, I'm ready.
0: Okay, silence on the set. I hear an echo again. I fucking hate your microphone.
1: Yeah, I also hate it.
0: (laughs) Can you hear that? Yes. (laughs) Because of your microphone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my mom, let me tell you this, and then, and then I'll tell you what, Kerby, do get me
1: out. My mom talks about death more than any person should. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is so true. Anything there in the background, if you hear my mom, you know what she's talking
0: about? Her eminent doom. That's it. There was a two-year period where you were, like, actively learning how to take care of a household because she had convinced the entire family she was going to die. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? What? It's still happening. What do you mean remember that? I'm living it
1: right now. Um, oh, hang on, let me Girl, when I tell you I am a little tips, some may say. <laughs> Sorry for that little tangent earlier. That was rough. I my brain got distracted. No <clears throat> right. tangent oh good you don't remember we'll keep it moving
0: so it's less than i don't remember it's more that there's been a few (laughs) like which in particular are you referring to there's been more
1: than one